going buzzing for the summer. Summer what? Why is that? Is that silence? Is that not the the accepted format? No, because we're not over a stupid. I can't wait for it. Why are you buzzing? I'm looking forward to it. I don't think you'll survive. I've said this to me. I'll survive. Kyle, no, I. I think you'll do okay. What? Do do you realise what IBFA is? I'm a survivor (laughs) in the Matrix. Do you realise what IBFA is like? Have you been to Ibiza? You've not been to Ibiza. I've heard stories. Right, so... And it's just... It's just... Drugs. And it's just sex. And it's just too much. Oh, I hate all them. Well, I hate everything <laughs> about that. I, I, I just, just, just want to sit and read the book in the sun. <laughs> I don't understand how you Have you went in Napa? He brought a book and the guy behind him in the plane sure slaughtered him. Is <laughs> 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 like you're taking a book to Iron Apple, mate? <laughs> Fun fact, I can't actually remember what book now. It was a Stephen King book. I also I wrote that. a review of the Ghostbusters reboot on that plane. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and and what did you think of it? I thought it was not bad. I don't think it was as bad as people were. I thought you were actually full I was crying on that flight, I think, because I was scared. <laughs> I was scared of you really, really have a bad fear of flying. I know, I've experienced it before. As pure shake corners and crying that. On that note. Yeah. The Matrix. <laughs> the Matrix? We'll get into the Matrix. I was only kidding, by the way. I think you'll have a great time in that stuff. Ah, you kind of scared me a wee bit. No, I'm only talking about it. It's because I was talking to McCann today, and I was slagging him. I was like, you're not an IT person. I'm forgetting it. Nah, nah McCann's not going to like the music, that's the thing. Um, you need to just pretend it's Panic Room on repeat and try and enjoy yourself. Do you know what? I'm, I misheard you for a second. I thought you said Panic at the Disco. I'm like, I'm pretty sure McCann doesn't like Panic at the Disco. Then you meant Panic Room. That's like, so is Toff going as well? Panic Room. Aye. <laughs> Aye, Toff's, Toff will be thriving. Toff will, uh, oh, absolutely. We'll have an old podcast He's not just on your Instagram story last night. He was just hoarding some bird and he's absolutely mocking and I'm like, well, I'm the <laughs> Even in Madrid, you can get them. I've seen them in oh, Dublin. Wait, no there's stories we I can't mean, tell. Us. I can <laughs> 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 tell you a story. I went to Dublin for work and I text Toff, Toff and I was like, oh, I'll go out for a mate for a pint, right? And he's a friend that got out of hand, man. I and there was birds just ruining him. And he wasn't daring, he was just pure gravity. And I was like, oh, what's happening? And the next thing he's always just like, up to me. Across <laughs> the pub, I'm like, where did you go? That reminds me, do you remember the Sweeney story from Napa? I know Zanti when he waved to someone across we'll tell that at the break as well no. anyway <laughs> away from stories we can't tell to something we can talk about um, joined here again at First Time Films um, by the host of First Time Thrones which is you can find it on Spotify iTunes and all good podcasting sites Jack Higgins Hello. this one wait how have you found uh, Game of Thrones so far I have quite enjoyed it well, we've obviously talked about the last episode and how it was a bit of a dip but I yeah. think uh, no, I've been overall pretty pleased with it. No, it's been class. It's been class. It's been a great class. show. I've enjoyed it. Nicky's here again. Hi. Yeah. Hi. You're enjoying yourself. I'm delighted to be here. How's life recently? Good. Good. Thanks for asking. He drove me to air the other day and back. What a boy. It was a great car journey. Nice Went one. Pizza Hut. How would you rate the Pizza oh, Hut out of ten? Pizza Hut. It was alright, but then the guy ice cream that didn't charge us for it. It was fucking brilliant. The unlimited <laughs> ice cream. I had two bulbs. What? Ice cream factory for is it, me. Ah, is it no bolus as well? Is it no Remember the time I, I said about the curries? Truffles right. finished my pizza as well. I said bolus, but I meant. She's that one. I didn't really finish the curries. He finished my pizza. Oh, there was a hardly any pizza left, mate. Don't even shame. Shame. Look, it's back again. Pizza Hut Domino's. Domino's. And the pizza hut was bad. <laughs> we're gonna go, we're gonna go to KFC and then seen the pizza hut and then it just happened and it was shite. <laughs> it was not. I enjoyed the ice cream. 
Ice cream's class. It's just the pizza. I think it's free, you loved it. If it's free, uh, you're going to love it even more. Do you know where ran? Do you know where ran when we got out the door? He ran in the car like... I drove out to my seatbelt on. Look, it feels like we've done like 17 reviews of Avengers Endgame at this point. It's absolutely criminal how many we've done and talked about. It's ridiculous. But I still love it. I still want to see it again. That was class. I have to see that again. No, I need... The thing is, but I've seen so many theories in... Facebook posts and everything on it yeah. that I'm at the point where I'm like I think I I'm can drive it half aye but now I'm in the mood for Spider-Man now I'm thinking ahead you know what I mean see after this trailer mm-hmm. I'm 100% in on it first trailer I was like mm, but after the game I'm like well, today we are talking about The Matrix. The Matrix is a film released in 1999. It's directed by the Wachowskis, starring Keanu Reeves, Lawrence Fishburne, Carrie-Anne Moss and Hugo Waving, um, about uh, Mr Tesla's plan for global domination. Um, it made $463 million on a $63 million budget. Do you know who Tesla is? The guy? Elon Musk. You ever seen the Joe Rogan podcast where he has him on? He owns Tesla. Elon Musk. Elon Musk. Elon Musk, aye. How can you not know his uh, name? I know, well, I thought you were like quite I thought you were talking about somebody else. No, I completely forgot his name. I completely forgot Elon his name. Musk. Elon Musk, scary guy. This is like his wet dream. Elon Musk is not scary. He's, he's actually scary. so You've lovely. obviously just watched the Joe Rogan experience and went, he's fucking weird. It's <laughs> terrifying, mate. He's, he's still lovely. Lovely. He's just anyway, a It's 463 million, a 63 million budget. It's got 88% of Rotten Tomatoes. We asked everyone on Twitter what they like better, The Matrix or Speed Racer. Uh, over 70% of people said The Matrix, unsurprisingly. Yeah. That's decent. Yeah, yeah, it's decent. That's actually higher than Rotten Tomatoes. I thought that was going to be as well. Yeah, I, thought, I, thought Matrix, I thought Matrix had a bit of criticism of what I need sales. You were the one that... Is that pure massive thing at the time? Oh, yeah. I think it was me, suggested, was it? No, I love it. I don't know, why. Were well, you Probably two? between the two years, aye. You two in the bed. I used, to, I used to be writing to it, man. You ah, tried mate. to get me into it years and years ah, ago. It kind of fucked me up, man. I've read books about it and I gave Ryan it the other day and said the Matrix later, like, I don't know the science yet and that. I, I was obsessed. See, this is I've not heard anything all, other than like it was high up in IMDb and like people loved it so when I watched it I was expecting some and it it's awful I hate it it's just an action movie no but like I'm not, I'm not expecting that much I walked in it but see we just as a film do you know agree? See the first like forty minutes. It, no, in fact, oh yeah, it's just green. There's like a green That's palette. Maybe because they're yeah. in a computer. No, but even without that. it, like it's just a green palette, and I'm like, it's, there's a tinted green when they're in the matrix. Uh, and when no. they're out of the matrix, there's not a tinted green. It just seems every everything's so dull and boring. And see, because they they're trying to get the point across, like try to get Neo like going here as the one, and like go like they're trying to get the point across. It's just so boring, man. And there's bits in it I'm like, like even a film standpoint, I'm like. What's happening? We'll yeah. talk about that later on, but oh my god, well, see, I, I'm oh, somewhere in the middle of you, so I'll let you try and convince me here, because see on paper, The Matrix I'm should be everything I like, I think the action is good, I enjoy it in an action movie, I right. enjoy it for the, like, mm-hmm. the fun of that, and I like the ideologies and sort of religious elements that are brought into it, because yeah. it, it's a thinker, you know what I mean, so right. it makes you think in the way that us makes you think, but it also gives me the enjoyment of a John Wick movie, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. However... Mm-hmm. I've been bored every time I've watched uh-huh, it. I, I reach a point with it when I'm just like, I could turn this off right now and like not care. And it doesn't seem to make sense to me. I bet you still remember what happens in it, but it's about, like, everyone knows that, like, about taking a pill and if you can go into the computer and that. Like, I like things that can make you talk about things that you'd go, what would you do? Would you go yeah. in the Matrix? Or would you Would what? you stay in the Matrix or would you go in the yeah. real world? For me, it was kind of like limitless in the sense that a really good premise that I could name you exactly what it's about like Nicky's saying mm-hmm. for me the execution's a bit off like you you love it what is the like the thing about it that just like brings you to it 
to be like, aye, this is the one. I don't know, I suppose like, kind of what Nicky's saying, it's, it's a talking point because, well, for one, it's it's a very um, realistic, well, <clears throat> realistic in some ways, obviously, what you were saying about Elon Musk, mm. but um, there's just this idea that's always been thrown about about AI becoming too, um, too intelligent that it can obviously, oh, but I don't know, fucking... Um, begin to replicate or and then in this in this case obviously they're harvesting human beings as energy and they will do that yeah and they would if they had the chance to with, with the right and I, I don't know I think it's a, a really realistic plot or a realistic um, idea that's obviously been dramatised in a movie but mm-hmm. I think it's fucking I think it's like, just a you see the whole movie. idea of it it does make sense yeah and it's always been talked about since computers what well, since the internet was a thing because uh-huh. AI is just going to constantly evolve and eventually it'll evolve too quick it's like the whole Ultron and Avengers I know I keep yeah. going back to Marvel but I'm a big dick <laughs> be quiet about him um, like the idea is good but see as much as I like Keanu Reeves um, I don't think he's the right guy for this role well, was maybe or Will Smith or I, else. well I've got a full Nick list Cage. of people who was <laughs> making Nick Cage and Will Smith were offered it so sure. Will Smith turned it down because of Wild Wild West oh, um, John Peters which ended up being horrible um, but he also said he was sceptical of the effects that they were going to use in this movie and we'll get back to the effects and how groundbreaking they mm-hmm. were later he said also later on that he was too immature as an actor to have done it well at this point in his career but I'm not sure if that's just like oh I don't want to admit I fucked up so I'll kind of put it in there uh, Nicholas Cage said he had family issues uh, Brad Pitt turned it down Val Kilmer turned it down and then the Wachowskis first choice was Johnny Depp but the studio told them out of Johnny Depp and Keanu Reeves you have to pick Keanu Reeves so Keanu Reeves is probably like the 7th or 8th man I don't know if it's pure because I can't mind Johnny Depp actually been big you forget you game. forget how big Keanu Reeves was in the 90s like coming off of Bill and Ted oh, actually, like actually Johnny Depp what did he do in the 90s nothing like I can't remember the <laughs> movie that McCann fucking loves <laughs> what movie Blow he talked about it in the pitch battle oh, and that. He, was, he was trying to get his point across. was like that Blow was the last <laughs> movie I watched and everyone was like what? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't research that. Johnny Depp was big in the 90s, surely he was in Edward Scissorhands and that. Ah, yeah, that old Shock of that as well was 90s, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but like, Carrie Reeves was probably bigger, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Like, Carrie Reeves was probably the bigger star at that time. Aye, uh, what, uh, going back to what, the first question you asked me, because I didn't really address that, but I think another part of why it's, I'm so drawn to it, or especially, I mean, not so much now, actually watching it the second time round, I, I understood it more. Like, yeah. I understood the whole reala- the, 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 the realism about it and. The idea. The I enjoyed that. I enjoyed. I enjoyed that aspect watching it recently because I was like, oh fuck, I didn't even really realise like the majority. I think of the that. more time goes on, you'll probably appreciate more because the but technology side. Of it. I think as a movie itself, it's quite cool. Like, I just think the, the the costumes are pretty cool. How they're all like in this, like they're mm. they're mental project. They're the digital projections of their mental self. So yeah. it's mental how, like you know. They all have these cool black leather outfits know, and, that, some, and then the new shades and that. See that. It's a, it's it's a, it's a sci-fi kind of. Aspect to it, I, like, I get that, but see, that, see, see that, that's what I think that's just a pure 90s thing. And I know I get it, it's it like, probably a is. like, see if it was like actual real, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it would be a much cooler, but see, because they're all wearing black leather and shit like that. Like, here's what I think, so, though. I mean, for that, though, like, but I think the Matrix started that, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So, it's not the Matrix it's fault that after that, like, people like X Men, like the original X Men movies, took over that aesthetic and took over that. Uh, wire like come through sort of style for their own effects and stuff like that so we as a generation that were like three years old when this came out like don't understand how game changing this probably was I, back, back uh, in the so day the, the, when I was looking at it it's like 
it's kind of hard because see everything they're doing it. Yeah. Uh, like since I've never seen the Matrix before, everything I've seen is like parodied it. Parodied it. Uh, that's the word that yeah. I don't know. So like yeah. the whole, as you say, the leather, the martial arts, like see the songs like dung 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 when like they're walking through the crowd yeah. in Morpheus. Like see when I hear that, I'm just like, oh, shut up, man. Like yeah, and see when he's dodging the bullets. Dodging bullets. Yeah. Right, I suppose right. that's always the. the that's all. But that. is when that first came out, I can imagine it would be like oh, oh but the first yeah. time I seen that was like I think epic movie or something. Like, it was a party, so it's kind of ruined uh, the whole image. The and also, like, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon came out a couple of years after this, which arguably improved on uh, the stunt work they were doing in this in this movie. And to be honest, I hate to knock it. Like, but see, for me, The Matrix is like my Beatles. Like, I really appreciate The Matrix just as I appreciate The Beatles. But I the would Beatles. I sit down and listen to The Beatles? Or would I sit down yes, and choose to watch I The Matrix? Absolutely. But that's the difference for me, I wouldn't. <laughs> no, you know I, wouldn't I mean, mean and I know a lot of people like love The Beatles and love listening to them, but I think that's the same for me. I can appreciate it without being like, I love it. You know what I mean? I want to get into some of the other performances. Um, we also had Lawrence Fishburne. Uh, do you know Sean Connery wasn't actually offered the role of Morpheus? He wasn't, was offered the role. Wasn't actually. No, like it's, everyone's been going around for years that John Connery turned down the role of Morpheus and it was the biggest uh, mistake of his career. It was actually the architect in the sequels he was offered the role of and turned it down, uh, which isn't that big. A, uh, <laughs> like I don't think that would have hurt him at all. Wouldn't have been no. a bad role as well because uh, the architect in the second, in the sequel was it, is that the French guy? I think so. Yeah. And he's got the he's got the twins mm-hmm. at his disposal. Uh, so the people who did turn it down, however, were Samuel Jackson and uh, Gary Oldman. Samuel Jackson, obviously. Yeah, uh, <laughs> they're the same person. I think Sam Jackson. I turned it down to play Mace Windu yeah. in Phantom Menace uh, that year. Probably. So probably oh, boy, Jeffrey. Uh, but what, uh, Nicky Lawrence Fishburne, great. He's alright, man. Eh? He's class. You've not asked me what I think about the movie. You have. <laughs> Did you? I love it, mate. <laughs> so here's what, here's what I like, mate, and it's not Lawrence Fishburne. What I like is just how fucking mental it is. I remember it was on like film four when I was in that, like primary seven or something, like, and That's I watched it. And it was a bit where see when he's talking on the phone and he's like, How, like what gives you a phone call if you've not got a mouth or you, you can't speak? Oh, and I was like, Oh they're gonna beat him up yeah, and then yeah. his mouth just goes and I was like, This is fucking mental. That, that actually freaked me out the first time. And I then when he's like that jumping off the buildings and that, when I was watching I was that. like, This is just weird. Like I didn't yeah. understand what was uh, happening. See so speaking about the mouth thing and the phones, see the the Nokia's in this? Yeah. They kept bringing it out and I thought it was making me cringe. I was like, ah, oh my god, they think that's well cool and it's no. See, but that's like a thing is, see if it w- didn't have as much as like pushing out how futuristic it is. Like with the phones and like, uh, or like, see some of the monitors. Like, like see when, um, what you call Morpheus and Neil are fighting and like the dojo thing. And they're watching it. Uh, and they're watching the monitor, but the monitors appear shaky and like, like it's kind of shite yeah. and then he's like the touch screen but he has to like put his knuckle in to actually use it it was stuff like that see if it was more I don't want to say up to date because then if you, you if you remade it now in 20 years time it'd be out of date you know what I mean like there's nothing you can do to like constantly uh, keep up with it do you know what it reminds me of sorry do you know what it reminds, reminds me of the Matrix and I feel like it's probably set a lot of groundwork for the idea behind Avatar mm-hmm. see like how they obviously they go into the kind of pod yeah, pick yeah. themselves up and then become a digital projection or like become something in a different world I think that, but that uh, after that's watching Avatar I, I realised there's loads of parallels there and, I, and that's probably why I enjoy it I like this idea of like, you're still you and then, they, yeah, and then becoming something else 
in a different world or, or like in a different environment. Yeah, I, I suppose in the book there's a lot of questions about like whether it, whether it is fine, like see Cypher that goes back into the Matrix. Yeah, it's yeah. like was he right? Is it fine to just go yeah, in and you, do you think everything's real? Like who cares if you don't know? I want you don't not fact check something, but just before we move on, like the movie was made for sixty three million. Like even today for an unknown property, sixty three million is is still quite Belgium a big budget. budget. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's still a good budget. Like back in nineteen ninety nine, that's mega money. You're putting uh, into like a definitely. complete unknown property yeah. you know what I mean so I don't blame them for all the pro- product placement because of that because they're making some of their money back by uh, doing that speaking of the, see the ideolo- ideology and religion on display obviously Neo throughout the movie is known as the one or they're debating whether he is the one or not mm-hmm. which is obviously like I don't want to say it's a parallel to Jesus Christ but it's a clear parallel to Jesus Christ it's a parallel to like Star Wars and religion it's a parallel to religion there's always just one like huge saviour for all like every for all mankind but yeah. I like how like I was expecting to be seeing the article and she was like you'll know like but it wasn't like she was like oh maybe you are it was a pure like you'll know see that's the problem with the sequels mate they start then going oh he is and then he's no and then you're like well fucking what is that I was kind of like surprised that's the one that was like you caught me off guard and then when Morpheus was like whatever she said don't tell me and I'm like I kind of I'm behind this now because Neil's pure shit he's still because he's thinking yeah. oh I'm going to die or he's going to die and it's going to be a pure thing but because she said that Morpheus is convinced and it made me think like religion where people with certain religion are convinced yeah. that this yeah. is a thing that happens like it just has to go this, this, is, this is a completely well no unrelated story I was driving through Greenock the other day and there's a sign Sounds up like that says Jesus story. Christ too good and then says not in brackets to be true that's <laughs> the that's stunning mass of science says that Jesus Christ too good not to be true so there you go that's Jesus I, I so like, weird well, I Jesus. Don't, it's kind of like they touched on this in Incredibles 2 which I know was completely random to bring up I don't like this idea that movies put in about like there's this one guy who's destined to do something you know what I mean because I feel like it means like especially you've got an ensemble cast like The Matrix all of a sudden I'm just focused on Neo and well, Neil's going to be the it's his story. Yeah. yeah, but you've got this whole group around him as well, and all of a sudden, when you say that, I'm like, oh, they don't matter. You know what nah, I mean? I give you a sign, but like, they're. It's like you said, it's his, it's his story. Like, they've, yeah. they know, well, it's Morpheus, obviously, that's, that's leading the kind of prophecy, right. or like leading yeah. the, the idea behind the prophecy, and he's got everyone else on board. You kind of see it more in the in the, the sequels to it, to be honest. But yeah. I, I get what you're saying, but everyone's got a part to play in it. It's kind of like... I think uh, you're completely wrong. I think <laughs> without Morpheus and that, then they would never have found um, Neo. So I think they still get credit. And Neo's leaving in at the start, so boy. I just scrapping in that. Uh, I have to say, Trinity is my favourite character. Right, this is where I have a problem with Trinity, right? So Trinity's like kind of, for most of the films, she's kind of blank-faced. Mm-hmm. Like, she doesn't really have connection with Neo. Then all of a sudden she's winching him and saying that she loves him because of the prophecy that, that she was supposed to love the one. And I was like, what? He <laughs> does save a life as well. I know, but like... It's set up in the opening scene. No, I get what you mean because there's a very sort of 1999 thing going in the Star Wars prequels about a sort of shoehorned in love story, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. To be something in there. But in the opening scene, I think it's Cypher who says to her, you like watching him, don't, uh, yeah. don't you? So she, clearly she's attracted to him. Like already, mm, yeah. you know what I mean. I don't know if it's like a pure religious thing. And I think it's, it's just that everyone's sort of attracted to him, even like the wee kid that's in on the Nebuchadnezzar. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's sort of just like gravitated to him. Like, <laughs> oh, but then they they watch him fight, and everyone's like, "Nah, he can do, he can do like amazing things." Yeah. He's like, like well, that's what makes you think. Like, things. see the whole bit with like the simulation with the jump, yeah. and like he can do all the fighting, and he can like, but then he doesn't do the jump, and you're like. No, that, but I, like, I like that. I like that. But, but it, shows I mean, like, human, it shows he's not 
Like it, it, it so leaves, Wars, you, it leaves you in the ball. It fails for ages at start. Yeah. But, uh, like it's. I mean, he's still and he's like everyone falls at the first jump because they're all they're all expecting he's the one he's going to make he's the jump first it. time and he's yeah. going to be like this fucking superhuman. Yeah. Um, but I think him falling is like shows that he is human. Yeah, and that he needs to learn to actually use his abilities and in no and in, in no time. Well, fucking by the well by the second film he's flying like he actually can just fly about. See, this is what because so, everyone keeps telling me sequels are like garbage. Like they go down. Uh, it does. It definitely does go downhill. But but I just that's why I think like. There is a really good scene in one of them. The, the airplane scene is in the second one. I can't even remember now. That's a really good scene. It's not at the start scene. of the second one, for, for sure. It's definitely not in that. I think it may be the third one. It's the start of the second one's Trinity basically dying in Neo's dream. What class? What I meant to ask was, like, what do we think is the best use of uh, a prophecy? In movies ever like oh what this is like on the prophecy of the what an absolute spur of the moment in England what's the best thing in movies ever I think <laughs> from coming to mind I hate the Star Wars prophecy I feel it just it just irritates me because it, it doesn't seem to fit like there's no pre sort of planning before I it feel is. like it's uh, I think it's more or less a generation thing though like it's yeah. not like forever Right. Like it's not gonna. Either. I think it's like Anakin <laughs> yeah. and then he was a prophecy and he ruined it and then it's Luke and then. Right. So I think it it goes on because through the force it's like a generation thing. Therefore, I'll raise the next prophecy. I think I see it that way. But I'm trying to think of the wrong. I was just like Harry Potter to be honest. Um, but then uh, again, for me, it's, 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 it's far too predictable. Like these prophecies for me should have a wee spanner on the works and say like, I don't know, something that that would lead you to believe that it might not be them or something like that. Whereas like from obviously the first film, you know, it's Harry Potter. And whatever yeah. you know, Harry Potter's clearly a main character, and then yeah. when this prophecy comes about, it, it doesn't leave you in any questions. Question that you're not like, I Voldemort's obviously going to win, and then mm. do you know what I mean? But I think it's it's a good example of a prophecy, well, but it's, it's maybe not the best. I probably just, the same with the Matrix, though, is what gets me because I think yeah, uh, it's just predictable. The agent is it Agent Smith played by Hugh, Hugh yeah. Weaving. Yeah. Yeah. Really, 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 his name. really good, really good, really good, really good film. I fucking love him. Red Skull as well. Aye, he's the best guy on the show. He's so many things. God of the Rings. Um, he's so old as well. God of the Rings, I forgot about that. But see, he's kind of undermined for me by this prophecy because I'm like, oh, Neo's the one. You know what I mean? So there's no way Agent Smith can win. But then the Oracle says he's not the one and he might die. So how's uh, that undermined? Because then I, you think he might die. Did it's I like, oh, it's either one or Morpheus dying or you dying. Did I believe the Oracle? No, not for a second. Which is the Oracle? Didn't believe, believe it. Didn't believe it. You know, all the way through, I'm just sort of like, right, okay, Neil's the hero, Neil's the one, and Neil's the hero. That's what any movie, like. I know, yeah. but it's you about. You can say that about Ed, like, oh, it's the main guy, he's not going to die. It's about what suspending like, your What I like about that. the prophecy in The Matrix, though, it does involve other characters more, like, like what you were, unlike what you were saying earlier on about yeah. them not being credited, and it's just all about Neil. Like, everyone's prophecy, this whole prophecy is built around the people around Neil. Morpheus is going to die saving the one, Trinity is going to fall in love with the one, Neil. You might not be the one man. Uh, like everyone, everyone's that spoke to the Oracle has something told right. about Neo, and it involves them. It's not. It's not like I'm like your prophecy is Neo's the one. <laughs> your prophecy is Neo's the, the one. It's the whole it's thing. all to do with like the, how they will play a part in this. You will fall in love with them. You will die. The one. You will die saving them. The, so then they know like they need to place their trust in this person. So that's what. That's why I like the prophecy better in this more than maybe Star Wars or something like that but it's 
Okay. Probably more productive. You can get on board with that. Have I got you? Yeah. You're convincing me a bit. You're convincing me. What I want to talk about uh, is the fighting, the action scenes in this. Class, mate. Fucking Bro. class. Mental. One of my favourite scenes is, is the Hunters are agents, mate. The the thing with the scene in the second one, uh, like, is it? Like, I don't watch the movies uh, before yeah. talking about them. <laughs> I've already seen it, honestly. What I think that's about, like the fighting in that scene, I really like the moment where it's like, I know it's like dated, but it's like floppy discs. Right. And they inject it in and inject it in his brain. He's like, oh, oh that was something done. Yeah, again, right? I was like, that's kind of class. But I see, know Kung Fu. See, I, that line, I was like, oh. <laughs> but the fighting in it, I just, see, this is the reason I tried watching Matrix years ago. Yeah. And I didn't know it was like kung fu related. I thought it was just fighting kung in general. Fu. <laughs> kung fu, kung fu. Kung but kung like, fu. see the start of it when it's, she runs in the wall. Yeah. Like, it, it, I oh, know. It's it, I'm not, but it's, I just couldn't it's get behind class. it. But I see when the that. whole like, oh, you must. Yeah. Why are you sweating? Why are you breathing so hard? I like, love and then is. I was like, oh my god, what is he doing, man? <laughs> <laughs> For the listeners, I'm doing some actions. <laughs> but it was just oh, a bit. I feel it was like it was. See again, I think it's because I've seen so many parodies of it. Uh, see when I see the actual original, it looks like. But if I didn't see any of that and I seen it earlier on, I think it would have been a bit like just fat. <laughs> no, no, it's just a bit of a noise. That's what fat is, mate. Didn't come out. Uh, but I, I enjoyed. I didn't enjoy it, but I think I was shooting just. I just like weird shit, man. Like people running up walls and just pure stupid yeah. things. But well, see, like I love. Killed all so much. Like, oh my god! No way. So the fighting was easy for me to get into. Yeah. I was like, right, this is the kind of stuff that I see. In that so movie. that would made it for you probably the the fighting was the best part. Ah, like it took them ten days just to do the gun bit, see the big gun fight. Yeah, ten days. I just did that. I just been so destroying that. I, I enjoyed <laughs> just the one on one fight with Agent Smith at the end. Like, see when they're down at the train, but like, cause it's simple. You know what I mean? I like that sort yeah, of like. I prefer, I prefer the the hand to hand combat better than the, the shooting that. Cause sometimes yeah. for the meat for me. If you're, for example, these agents that are like, well, for a, for a start, they're a program, so like they're yeah. programmed to be almost perfect. Oh, yeah. So how can they not shoot their target? Like that's that was my one big annoyance. The stormtroopers of the Matrix, because I, I, because I just, I just, it just annoys me how you can you can show many so many times like this guy shooting someone and, and missing every single time. That for me is annoying, but the hand to hand combat is just spot on. I think, I think the, even the, the scene with, with Morpheus when he's, he's like show me kung fu basically, and then he's he's just trying to fucking entice because Morpheus is battering fuck out him really, and he's doing well to defend for a time, and then yeah. when he's like stop trying to hit me and hit me, and then yeah. he just starts moving at an unbelievable speed, and you're just like yes. Neil, See, this is a film that I've had to. This has been first film in a long time I've had to like not question everything I'm like I'll just watch it because like the stuff like the one and like that digs deeper and deeper and like yeah. how they come through and I'm like I just need to watch it and it was harder and harder for me because uh, it was just getting boring and again I think that's due to me seeing everything else it's like copied it after it yeah but well, you two surprised me like that you didn't co- like because I know it makes sense when I, but there's some stuff that's just a bit silly like, they have this loading bit, and we see at the end they can get as many guns in there as they want. There's really nothing they can't put in there. Why don't they just get, like, unbeatable ray guns and yeah, that loading bit? I mean, like, and yeah. take them with them in the Matrix and just destroy Agent Smith. I don't think it's meant to be looked into so much. I think yeah, it's just yeah, like, yeah. this would be weird, wouldn't it? Like, well, what if this happened? I'll put it to you that you two have done that with horror movies many a time, though. I didn't do that. Those sort of micro criticisms. I've done it with. No, I get you. What was the film that you did? You liked it, didn't you? 
the more they're a threat to these sentinels that are trying to attack their ship. Right. So the fact that they would be able to try and load all this stuff, all this huge stuff, okay. particularly, like if you're trying to get fucking mad helicopters with ray guns on them and that, and, and elephants, then That's you're going to bring attention to yourself within the Matrix. And right. remember, Do you want to go and remember see that movie? everything's a threat, it's like that, oh, what's that? There's, there's another concept like that, I don't know if it's a movie or no. Oh, that's made up. But basically, like, it's like everyone's against you. And oh no, it's Inception. Obviously, right. the more you interfere, the more that they are... It fucks up. Yeah, they're fu- it's fucking it up and they're yeah. trying to attack you. And I think that's what the Matrix is like, the world that you you live in there. There's obviously these agents that are crawling about because they're programs, but in the actual real world as well, you've yeah. got sentinels that are attacking ships of humans. So I think there's a bit of crossover I'd there. say why the it more... doesn't happen, mate, is because it's not real. Well. It's a movie. <laughs> <laughs> if you went and watched a movie, mate, and they just done the logical thing, there wouldn't be movies. It would finish after 20 minutes. But what an explanation. He would go, no, I don't want to take it. What an explanation for stuff that not happened. Well, I'm just getting you on. I think, I think, I think that's, that's the best way to tie it up for me. Yeah. I, I, could, I could get on board with that. I, I can get on board. I actually, yeah, you've answered the questions well. You're going to be mocking false questions. You're getting absolutely sold today, mate. You've came to and get uh, I don't think though, like, I want I to be think. convinced of our criticism <coughs> of it, you know. Yeah, I want, to con- I want to convince you because I don't think when you're means. on the fence about something. Yeah. And I can understand why you find it boring if it's no your movie, but I I'll, think. I'll be more positive so far. I'm alright, I'm getting yeah. there, I'm getting there. Yeah, I'm getting there. Nikki, this is clearly The Witch House's best movie. Um, the stuff they did after this sort of, sort of got gradually and gradually worse. We had V for Vendetta, which I personally enjoy, but then we had mm. Ed Downey's Speed Racer, we had Cloud Atlas, <laughs> we had Jupiter Ascending. And then, did anyone ever see Sense8 on Netflix? No. No, is that the one with the train? No. Aye. Okay. I'm thinking of no, Super 8. Super 8. That's Sense8. So it's like these eight people throughout the planet whose consciousness oh. is a link. Was it not a series? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah so it's two series. What was it on? Netflix. Recently? Like four years ago. Yeah. So, Nikki, why do you think the Wachowskis haven't been able to do anything good since? <laughs> anything good Jesus Christ I mean because right. it's not easy mate and if I'm a dad you're trying to be a director and I'm not really, I'm not asking the questions it's you're not fucking easy because you don't just go I'll make something good see the whole from the Matrix like it's not as if they stuck to like one franchise they've done like different things here and there like space you've done Vendetta and all that so but have any seen Jupiter Ascending no. I've seen ten minutes. Oh, oh, so bad. Oh, is it? It's, well, it's like Star Wars, but on rollerblades. What? It's like Charlie Tatum's got like space rollerblades. Oh, so, like, fuck so. Yeah, like he kind of scoots across the sky. And Ed, it's odd. Eddie Redmayne's in it as well. <laughs> I can't take him seriously after Steve Coogan said that he sounds like a posh girl's horse. He's <laughs> 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 a genius like one. Did you see when uh, Graham Norton saying that uh, his sexual awakening was Nala from The Lion King? <laughs> You also fancy her? I don't know what you're laughing at. Aye, true. Like, I can make fun. I'm hosting here. Yeah, right? I can wait, make hold fun. Wait, now I'll lynch his up. Wayne, I'll lynch his up. No. I'm going to the car. I'm going to in a dress kind of guy. Lola Bunny. Is there any other directors we can think of that have like one good movie? 
The guy who directed Independence Day, I know, did like all the disaster movies after that, and each one was like gradually worse. I love Independence Day, man. With a rock. First Independence Day is class. Fucking brilliant, mate. Nothing more American. Most my punch on the nail in the face. Oh, definitely. Then smoke a cigar. <laughs> yeah, that and Armageddon are two favourite disaster movies of all time. Again. No, no, no. Oh, oh, wonderful! <laughs> I can't relate to oh, Armageddon. Oh, 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 you guys oh, know what to do. It's just all Armageddon is is Ben Affleck playing with animal crackers on Liv Tyler's chest as Stephen Tyler sings in the background. Don't want to close my eyes. It's absolutely wonderful. You love it, Trump went and download festival by himself to see Aerosmith. Yeah, made the journey. It was fantastic. Doesn't have good pals enough to <laughs> go. Stay, it's 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 none of us went now, shite. No one I bought two tickets thinking someone would take the second one. No one wanted to take none it. None of us did. I'll take it, Truffle. None of us went. I don't it. even regret it. I'll do it over again. Well, anyway, to round out our discussion in the Matrix, alright? Anything else anyone wants to bring up about it specifically? I just want to say again, I hate the leather. I'm doing it. Oh, you you hate it. Also, <laughs> see Lawrence Fishburne's sunglasses. Uh-huh. He must be constantly having to push his eyebrows down to keep them on because they're just like, <laughs> like they were shaped, but like his eyebrows were pure. Actually, the actual muscle must be like, yeah, like because they would fall off constant. Imagine going out with them. Aye. You can't. There's no way. So either they, they like molded them to his eyes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or he's constantly just pure. Steady in his face so they yeah. don't fall off. You must have been bored, man. That's what I was concentrating on, mate. I was like, look, he's, look they'll get knee bits. legs. <laughs> so, um, I just wanted to say the costume and the colour of the film is always green. Uh, no, but not even in the real world, it's green. No, it's not. Watch it again, it's not. See a green story, you need to change your fucking TV. The green contrast. I actually went and go back to like Cypher betrays them like halfway through the movie. Mate, he was right, he was right at the start. He was halfway, I was He was right to do that. Which is. So he was oh, right. mate, 100%. I would do that. Well, it's like, uh, I'll give you the book, mate. You can read it. Yeah. What did he want? He, was, he said he wanted to be an actor, didn't he? He was an actor with a book or something. Yeah, just wanted to go back in. Who was it? You said that, like, said that, see if you go back in, you're conscious that that is not real, so everything you're tasting is not real. No, but, but he said he does, when he goes back in, he doesn't want to know that it's not real. Yeah. Like, in his so head, he's he oh, right, okay, He okay. said that he, he wants to eat the steak, and even though the steak isn't real, he won't know it. it will, to him, it will right, seem real. Right, right. That's but, why he wants to go back. He doesn't care anymore. He's just yeah. like, fuck this. Right. <laughs> you can understand and it. I know that see, be fair, but see, he's <laughs> eating that absolute gloop every day that they had, and oh. it was like porridge with bogeys in it. Uh, like, if you're eating that every day, you kind of can't believe it. See, but think of the implication even of the though. It's genocidal, like he's killed the human race. I think when you're younger, you think, oh, I would do all that. Well, I remember, no, he didn't, like, didn't they, they, end, but they like, prevail. But yeah. he was, he was essentially signing the, the contract for it. Yeah. Uh, but then, 
like, like what you're saying, like his argument is that it doesn't really matter if it's not, being, if it's not real in, in terms of like a real world, even if it's a, a digital world, you yeah. wouldn't know. You would still be living it within the Matrix and you would be, unfortunately, you'd be a programme and whatever else. But and you, you wouldn't know about the you wouldn't know about atrocity. You, you, wouldn't actually, first you, you, wouldn't know that, you wouldn't even know that there's these robots that are in control and all yeah. this. You would just be living the world like you thought it was, like Neo was at the actual start of the movie. Yeah. But then... Um, the interesting point was that obviously oh, spoiled the fucking movies for you, but by the end of it, obviously Neo does defeat the agents, and the Sentinels end up getting defeated and everything else. So like the humans win, and this place Zion, which they live in, like you know erupts and fucking mm-hmm. and rejoice in that. But um, like, would you? Would, well, that's the that's the argument is that like there's only a select few people now that have actually lived like these people who have been living undergrounds uh, evading the sentinels and they've now eventually destroyed them mm. but would it have been better to live a, a fucking luxury lifestyle in a world mm. that was created by these things like do you know what I mean you could yeah, 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 for, for Cypher and Cypher's argument is that he literally because he had made a deal with Agent Smith he could literally be whoever he wanted nice. he's like I want to be rich I want to be fucking really someone really important and that mm-hmm. he has that choice because he's betraying them yes but what if everyone had the choice? And like, or, why wouldn't you? Or, like, Someone keep if me this is a digital like... world, you could have a digital world where there's no war, there's no fucking anything. Yeah. If if you could, obviously. But mate, if someone asked me for like a lift somewhere, mate, I think it's up your pin. That if somebody came up to him and was like, "Do you want to come and like scrap all these people? It's gonna be a big war. Your whole life's gonna be done." I'd be like, "Nah, mate, fuck that. Don't yeah. want the answers. Uh, keep them." Um, <laughs> uh, I was going to say though, like they said about they did try in the first version of the Matrix to make it a pure idealistic world in society. You know what I mean? And they said they couldn't do that, like, because the humans were, like, too preconceived yeah. to know that this wasn't real. True. Like, he, yeah. his argument was that we're a negative species and we, we identify reality through uh, pain. I'd actually forgotten that, but yeah. As yeah. Soon as you said that. And that's, that. a, that's a weird one for me. Is the Matrix representative of government and I think it is. I think structures and society? It's, so, so I kind of dig it. A government and a... Yeah. Slavery. Yeah, it's probably also yeah. just exploiting the exploitation of like a working man or the, or like the yeah, a general yeah. population. Of the, of the proletariat. The proletariat, yeah. And how we need to rise above the it. We, need, need, to be we need to become self aware. But again, so when you first hear about all that stuff, you think, aye, that'd be brilliant and stuff. So when you start getting older, you're like, who's got the time, man? Like, just go with this. That's just. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's just Nicky. Uh-huh. Okay, honestly, watch I watched it the first time and I was like, this is amazing. Like, I was at Boxley and got all the answers. And I peered around at my mum and I was like talking to her about it and she was like, nah, I wouldn't want the answers. She's just like, nope. <laughs> just, no, that's you. I, I knew that I'm talking to her. I probably wouldn't want them. Oh, you're a mother's son. <laughs> right, okay, we'll give the ratings out of 10 then. Oh, <laughs> We're going to go back. I told you, we'll go we'll back. Never we'll go, go back, mate. We will can go back. We can go back. We can take a note of them. The sp- they're still there. The episodes are still there. What do you mean? No, because he asked for a rating every single week. It doesn't matter. But it doesn't matter. He does the right I'm doing, he just wants. So, see, you go 8 out of 10, he goes right. We've got no rating system at all. There's it's no. Ridiculous. Like, no I've got things I hated like an 8. The one time I was said to you, would it, like, what's it out of? Because he's never seen it out of 10, you've got like, a 3 out of 4. What are you going to do with that? Can he say no? Because he's not told. So, right. Jack, give me, give me your final thoughts on this going out of 10. I think it's a brilliant film. <laughs> I love the, the costumes, I love the idea, I think the fighting's class, I think it's fucking. Smashing, so it's a three out of ten. Because <laughs> the ratings don't matter. Okay. But I do enjoy it. Aye. 
Okay, so that's a ten. Right, okay. <laughs> I think it's class, mate. I wouldn't like recommend it to somebody. I wouldn't be like, oh, you, you need to watch this because I think it's very much fifty fifty that you'll hate it right. or love it. I wouldn't say. I would like say if you uh, want to try it, go for it. I'll I'll love it. I'd give it a nine. I'm actually interested in why you well particularly why you hate it. Because I, I, don't, I don't, I wouldn't strike me as something that's boring. Like, it's, it's the, the, the point I was going to make earlier on is the fact that, see, since I work in the IT industry, Ooh. see, every Computer guy, boy. every guy that I know that's like relatively just a wee bit older, so in his cool. 30s, 40s, <laughs> Matrix, see, Matrix, it's top tier, but it's not just because they're IT. Because it makes them look cool. But it's like, <laughs> there's like, they've got this, like, they talk about how, like, it uh, is actual thing and like there's like what's the percentage chance that this is actually a simulation right now over so 50% it's constant of like in IT like it's all the matrix I'm like I just I think I it's over scientists say over 50% so there could be a simulation right now uh, but see when you wake up I watch that some Joe Rogan quite a lot I Sam Harris talks about it quite a bit if you watch it Elon Musk actually mentioned it as well. Ah, no. Aye. Aye. They talk about the fact that like, there's, there's as much chance of that as like, there being a god or anything like that. Like, see people are religious and you say that and they're like shot and they're like but like, there's much evidence of that Here's, as there is do you, do you know, I, I think I've cracked why I can't get into the Matrix for me it's a bit too scared, scared. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> see any time we have a conversation about the progression of technology and AI like I, we haven't got into a discussion about this idea before like I'm opposed to technological advancement for technological advancement do you know something scared me mate because I Elon think Musk, we don't know where it's going Elon Musk hmm. said he's just gave up he was talking about yeah. like he's tried desperately to regulate AI. He said to Obama. He yeah. compared it to seatbelts. He was like, first, Volvo made seatbelts, nobody was using them. Then eventually, like, right, we need to use them. Because yeah. it's the same as that. Like, we're all going, that doesn't need relegated, I've regulated. Eventually, it's going to be like, right, fucking, like, this is too far now. And he said, he was like, I've just gave up, like, trying to persuade people. But it's the same thing it's with labour. Like, we're constantly trying to go for efficiency, efficiency. Um, but to be honest, that's going to end up with. People losing their jobs. See, what do you do for an unemployment crisis? Elon Musk does self-driving cars, yeah. and he said, like the mad thing about it is that, like he said, like see when you're reversing, if a motorbike suddenly speeds round, a decision happens in your head. So he said you're teaching yeah. computers how to make decisions, and eventually that's going to get out of hand. But a computer to go, can I make that or can I not make that? Yeah, yeah. and then it can make an educated so decision. It starts having that conscious mind. Of and it's, 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 it's conscious. And then he said that's the point. That's the point where it's out of your control. Yeah. When it starts making decisions, you're not controlling the hang anymore. Do you know what? I like that. I like that. I think it's a well-written script. I like the performances, particularly Carrie Ann Moss, who I love, and Jessica Jones as well. Like what? the fighting. What? Uh, she's in Jessica Jones. Who? Trinity. Is she? She's a warrior. What? Hogarth. Jenny Hogarth. Whole new world. I know. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 not seen that movie at all. Um, it's a TV series, actually. TV series. Nailed uh, Jessica Jones. It's weird, mate, because like, I, I, I wouldn't... Like, Trinity just absolutely isn't my type at all, but I'm strangely attracted to her. <laughs> that's hot with Neil, but that's hot. She's heavily, heavily, weirdly skinny, got a pure fucking stupid haircut, pure short back and sides. And then, that's the stuff I asked us to cut for like a couple weeks ago. And then she's, uh, and then she's just pure, you said, pure pan face the majority of the No, movie. I, you know, but I then I'm like, strangely, like, fucking right, fucking booby, you right? <laughs> so what would you give it out of 10, David? I'd give it a strong 7. Give it a seven. I think it's just the missing, the missing emotional connection 
for me is what's there. You know what I mean? That's mm. just feel bad. I think that's just a token of all fucking Keanu Reeves films because he's just no, it's not. No, but well, I maybe, think maybe even like Morpheus, like Morpheus and Trinity, I would say like Morpheus and Trinity have the same relationship as Morpheus and Neil. You know what I mean? But it seems like Morpheus and Neil, Trinity have been yeah. there for years and years and years. Like no, it's, so it's more platonic between the. No, I'm talking about for me, like emotionally connected to the movie. You know what I mean? I thought you, you just love characters. the character development. You I just love. Characters. I love to cry. I want to cry. I want to laugh. No, I'm, like that. I, I'm, just, I'm just reading it like the same way I read like a, a text. Do you know what <laughs> I mean? I'm like, this is interesting. Uh, you know what I mean, it's like I'm reading a really interesting article when I'm watching the Matrix. Here's a question for you. Emotional connection. Cool. Someone who's like studies film, filmmaking. If you had the chance to change like one scene to make it more emotional in the Matrix, yeah, like nice. what would you change? And like, and what would obviously happen? Okay. I'd have Morpheus break down, probably at one point. Like I'd have him I don't watch. I'd have it. Oh. Maybe after he fights Asian for the first time. Yeah. And after that. I'd have Morpheus like have a pure emotional breakdown, like recognizing what you say and recognizing what Cipher has as well, because then so it's the realization like, of like maybe Neil isn't the one. Is that like that? I think he needs to be strong, mate. That's like Obi Wan suddenly being like, "What if the Force isn't?" Like, but if he if he just does it to Neil. And Neil has that doubt as well. It's like because we, it's like, it's the same life. thing. But it's the same thing we're recognizing. Like you're saying, you take the chance, like Cipher did, to go back to a reality which might not be real, but is one that's going to be more pleasant than this. Maybe he's like it's in his head, and he just has that moment of weakness, and it's like he's probably fine after that. But it's just like I'd like more emotion from characters you wouldn't expect it from, like a breakdown like that. You know, I mean, maybe even Trinity as well to have that same moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, just to make it feel like. The world they're living in, like the real world, is really, really hard. You know what I mean? So even the most hardened person is like emotionally affected by it. Mm-hmm. That's probably what I'd put in if I was given the opportunity. But I recognise it probably breaks the pace of the movie somewhat. You know, as well, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. So. I was. I, I've not actually got an idea for it or a pitch for it, but I think you see the scene like pretty much right at the end of the movie when he comes back to life. Yeah. Like probably could have done a wee bit better and could have been a wee bit more emotional. Like yeah. him actually dying and yeah, you being yeah. like, "Fuck, he's dead." Yeah. And we thought that he might have died. Uh, like we thought that he, yeah. the process, the prophecy said that he might actually die. So yeah. was, was, making f- was this whole movie for nothing, man? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> fucking baffled, man. Yeah, we fake to black. But no, to black the movie dies, and you just see like everyone in the fucking Nebuchadnezzar like right. actual breakdown, and like are like, oh my god, we're fucked. And then like he obviously comes back to life, stops all the bullets, but there should be like something more emotional from him when he comes back to life does this more of a moment there yeah. stops all the fucking bullets and then fucking just drops him and then nice one well, listen I feel like he could have done something nah, like we will be back to Keanu Reeves because the discussion today has made me realise how much I want to do John Wick now <laughs> like I've John really, Wick, really, I really John Wick's oh, a class film no. John Wick is uh, I know I'd love it as well it's I the best action movie of the same. last 10 years and the third one's com- just coming out this week uh, the end of the trilogy is coming out this week so we'll leave it there for part one and part two um, we're going to be talking about a lot of shit we're going to be talking about something really shit, Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, we'll be talking I'm about so bored of that, man. We've not even talked about it yet. <laughs> on air. Not on air. <laughs> we're going to be talking about the well, it. Three weeks late. We're talking about the It trailer. We'll be talking about the new trailer for uh, David Lindelof's Watchmen TV series that just came oh, out. Oh, that was class. Um, and we'll also be talking about the Fast and Furious behind-the-scenes drama. Uh, oh. Has John Cena been used as a weapon? Um, in this feud between Vin yeah, Diesel and The Rock. Uh, we'll see you in a bit. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Alright guys, hope you're enjoying the episode so far. Just a quick reminder that you can check out First Time Thrones, a sister podcast in the FT Podcast. We're only one episode away from the final moments of Game of Thrones and you can check out our thoughts and reactions to each episode of the new season. You can find us on all the good platforms, Spotify, iTunes, Anchor and Google Podcasts. Alright guys, David here just to tell you quickly about a new project I've got underway. Um, Over the past year, um, myself and uh, a wonderful crew of people have been working on a film that I have wrote and I'm currently directing called Andy Mitchell Wants to Be a Wrestler. Um, It stars, amongst other people, Andy Mitchell, uh, Joe Thomas and Keir Batchelor, who you've heard on the podcast before, and also two of my esteemed co-hosts and Jack Higgins and Nikki Buchanan. We're hoping to get this out on the festival circuit for the start of next year, um, and we're hoping to get a trailer to you all by August, so just stay tuned for more updates than that, and thank you so much for supporting not only this podcast, but other podcasts, full-time football and first-time phones so far. And we're back for part two. I hate coming back for part two. Why? It just, it's really awkward. I, always, I love part two. Yeah. Part two's my favourite. <laughs> part two's fun. I love part two because it goes pure mad. It's, it's all opinions in one. Yeah. Nikki, I, I, Nikki hates everything. I'd love, love to just skip part one every time, just do part two. I just like my chat about things. Yeah. I, I love part two. He suddenly doesn't watch the film part one, so that's why he doesn't like it too much. <laughs> if you want to just like go away for part ones and then come back for the part two. You've got these feelings out. Say sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 that's yeah, like, yeah. It's like you I don't, love part one. If you don't eat your broccoli, you're not going to get you're your steak. You're taking it too far. He said sorry to you. Don't eat your broccoli, don't eat your steak. Yeah. You I thought about? you could have done a really so good Pink Floyd quote there, but you never. You've done what? You can't. 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 You extremely close to the book. Yeah. Close to the book. Apart from the one bit. Apart from the one bit, which they leave out, right? And the book. The book, right, but brace yourself. See at the end, right, where they all cut themselves, now that we need to bond. The way they bond in the book is she shags every single one of them. Yeah. They can't get out unless they bond and she just shags them all. Uh, it's like, it so builds basic, up, mate. It builds up this normal book and Jack's, then they shag them all. <laughs> Jack's narrative... Just, um, spoil, just spoil it from there. Okay. So basically, they, when they're wanes... So this clown, it, comes back every 27 years. See when they beat it the first time, they keep, they find it in a sewer. But see when they beat it, they keep going round and round the sewer and they can't get out. And they're like, the only way to get out is to like break the innocence of us mm. since our wanes that are like 10 or 11. So there's one last thing, like six boys... So each Does that make the, the clown go away? If you no, that, that makes like, the illusion go away they've so they can get out. They've already killed so they're the no longer like point. kids because the clown only goes for kids. So they basically then uh, each of them have a go at the lassie. Break, like, it's the mental, lassie. mate. So they all have a go at it. It's just like this really normal horror book and then suddenly... There's rumours at the start of chapter 2 they might introduce that, oh, that part. They go, because no. obviously chapter, go, um, chapter 1 <laughs> ends. Yeah. She's, they'll just lie down there for two friends. They're all out. Chapter 1 is happy. The thing is though, it's like, it's so 
uh, the talk about like Stephen King says that he was taking like that's why it's also, so that's huge he was taking so much drugs yeah. and he went oh how do you lose innocence and he's like shag Beverly he said that's what misery's about misery's about him and cocaine like it was pure trapping him he wow. would just sit and just take gear constantly well I liked it chapter one <laughs> that's, <laughs> how right. that's how we get right so fast <laughs> we're right. going to let's watch the trailer. watch the trailer for that chapter two right if anyone wants to pause it or anything just let me know all right cool Okay, that old woman reminds me the old woman in SpongeBob. Oh my god, <laughs> that, that sounds like something you thought of, not me. Is it like you're younger? Well, you feel free to die again. Yeah, I paused it here, sorry, can I just see him let me? I was just like that, and he goes back and he the joint. man. I was literally just like that. She's done the same thing. This is, this, oh, is, this is where you get a wee bit of insight. Because all the women don't want that. They've held a bike shop. Why, Dave? It's the guinea. I do no one who dies here ever really oh, dies. Like See that point you would get to fuck. I don't know. But what you like now? <laughs> oh, you rose my can. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. What? And tell me, how is it being back in Derry? Back in Derry? Strange. Back in Derry. Strange? Oh, my. Both? <laughs> That's for the some cookies in the oven. <laughs> that, looks like, that, that looks like the bit for the shining. It looks like the same kind of dome that goes through the bath for the old woman. Are you still uh, his little girl, Beverly? Are you? It's me and Loser's Club has officially begun. Jimmy has to stick together. It's mad that he's just been glad for Oh, that's so scary. That was well good, man. Hello. It's so weird how his face pure shakes. I don't get how he does that. How he's, it looks like he's pure shaking, kind of. Still a star sort of... He's yeah, Alexander Skarsgård, sorry, he's Alexander Skarsgård's son. That is so close. Is that who it is? Yeah, it's his son. Is it not Bill Skarsgård? See, no. There's so much in that, Stella. it's so class. Bill and Mamma Mia. Stellan Skarsgård is the actor. Plays Bootstrap Bill, you know? Aye. You see? Shut up, Tony. No, mate, he's called Bill Skarsgård. He's called Stellan Skarsgård. Aye, the son, that's who plays it? Aye, is it? I'm sure. 
Ah, I thought it was... Bill Skarsgård, I'm right. Alexander's, I was expecting. Alexander's his brother, sorry. I thought you were talking about Stellan. Shut your wee eyes at me, Bill Skarsgård. Before we get scrapping in here, what do we all think? It looks class. It does look class. Bill looks class as well. Would you think that, even though you've not seen the first one, would you think of that? I know, it fucking looks brilliant. See, the thing is, see, most of it, even the... I can't even really piece it together. I can't even see how it falls in it. So that lassie, Beverly, was a Beverly? Yeah, Beverly, yeah. She's obviously was fucking in the first <coughs> one as Elaine. Yeah. She was getting abused after Dan and that. So basically, see that... that, that so is that her old house? Yeah. See, Aye, she's in that house and he's saying that he's still daddy's little girl or something. Like, can it is implied that her dad like, shags her. No, it's, it's, impl- it's more so than implied that she's sexually assaulted by her dad. It's pretty yeah. grim, mate. And then like... The boy, like James McAvoy, gets pure bullied having a stutter, and then like the other ones, like scared of getting ill, and one scared of, like a wee bit of art in his dad's like office or something. So they all get their so own, all, like, like, their own thing that they're scared ah, of, yeah, yeah, and yeah. he transforms himself into what they're scared of. Like he's not just a clown. Like turns into a he's spider. Told, at one because point, like a spider, and he's like turns into like a, a vampire, a, a werewolf. Turns into a leopard at one point for the boy that's scared of getting ill. Oh, like, it's like he'll turn himself into like anything. So like that's the whole that's point. See, see in the book, it talks about like anything. See the one thing that you're scared of. Like he takes his son, his his brother Georgie at the start, and he uh, like kind of like put him in front of him to like yeah. try and get him to go to him. It's um, fucking weird, man. I'm, I'm interested to see where they go with this one because I don't know how they're going to defeat the clown this time. Obviously, they're adults, and the clown traditionally goes for children, as we know. It feeds on fear. I think that's the whole thing about I the creature. I think that's what the bit at the end is. I think they're going to use kids to lure them out. So I think that's see the bit where wow. that girl's going down there. Because it yeah. looks as if she's deliberately gone down and she looks apprehensive. And there's so a, I think they're going to use Wayne's to get There's a lot of graphic it. parts to this part of the story in the books. Like there's yeah. a hate race crime and stuff like that at some point. The people have been talking, saying, are you going to include it? Apparently most, if not all, of the content from the book, from this part of the story, will be in the movie. And it will be darker than the first day. Uh, at Oh, my dog's just came in. It's a... The CD. Come in. Boo. Boo. Don't know. You've been farting all through this podcast. Oh, look at you go again. Look at the dog. Oh, ridiculous. See the um, see the whole point when they come back to Derry? It's like 27 it years ago. It's called Derry. Yeah. Aye. And it's no, no Derry. It's called London Derry. <laughs> uh, and there's, there's no actual Derry. There's no actual Derry. But there's a bit in it and it's they, t- they can't really remember what actually happened to them. But like, see, like she got abused by her dad, mm-hmm. right? And uh, the dog sniffing the podcast. <laughs> um, like she got abused by her dad, but seeing this, she's like married. And seeing you seen her arm, it's all bruised because she now gets abused by her husband. So it's oh, like patterns that go oh, through. Yeah. Is that? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've yeah. only read the first part of the book. No, not at all. Like, you see everything that they had problems with oh, in their I've ways. Seen that book is a, there's like a certain part where it is like. It's just long. It is. It's like huge. Ah, yeah, it's just really long. Because that's what the whole story is, it's that they come back when they're older to try and defeat so it the again. Thing just so the back. first one was just half the book. Kind of like The Hobbit, just in part. So how, how, do they, how does he explain the fact that there are no kids anymore, the, the, the thing's still... I don't know. I've so basically, he, they killed... I don't mind, uh, you know, the, 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 the I'll only tell you what happens in the same part, but like, it, it basically has got like a vendetta against him because it managed to... Get defeated by Wayne's and then it, it comes back, and I don't want to spoil how... But then it comes back, but they, it's like looking for, it looks for souls to take to get back, but also wants revenge on the ones that. Yeah, so for. that woman there, right, is obviously it, right, and manifesting itself as this old woman. 
like living in her old house, am I right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. her old house, so she was obviously up there and she was like, oh, that fucking job. <laughs> <laughs> well, ev- everyone's been like, uh, oh, it's the old woman running that at the end. I don't think it's the woman running that. I think the it is going to transform into her dad. Uh, and that's the scene. I hate, I hate, I hate it. saying this, but it's purely. I hate saying this. But it's seen the book. Um, there's a naked woman. That's actually I straight. Right, that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know it. Straight. He's upset. Right. Okay. We'll move on. He's always had a Same. fucking attack. I'm buzzing for something. I'm like pure buzzing for. No, and your life. I think it looks good. I'm buzzing for it. I watched it at Hunters. It's on the TV into it now. Yeah, so you know what? We'll watch, watch the first one and we'll do it the first one before the next one comes out. Actually, talk about it. So, the next thing. Next time we're going to talk about, obviously, Watchmen, one of the most famous comic books in history. There was the Zack Snyder film that came out in the early 2000s. That's us. Mixed reviews. Uh, the director's cut is seen said to be better than the original cut uh, by most people. Um, David Lindelof is the guy who'll be the showrunner for Watchmen. Um, he was the showrunner behind Lost. Uh, he co-wrote Prometheus. Uh, and his last show was The Leftovers, uh, which a lot of people seem to enjoy, but I personally didn't watch. I bought my grand the box set, actually, so I might borrow it off her to see what it was all about. See, people are saying this is HBO's mm. next Game of Thrones. Oh. Could well, I'm going to say that again so that the Thrones guy can hear me. People are saying that this. She's talking to you. <laughs> 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 just fell asleep. People are saying HBO. This isn't HBO. Oh my god, I can't even say it. HBO's next Game of Thrones. This is. Series. And it's oh, also a sequel to Watchmen. So it's a sequel to the Watchmen we know. Like Jeremy Irons is playing Ozymandias. For, so the, like, the main villain, but in the first one, the guy yeah. who's like behind everything. That's Jeremy Irons in this, so give it a wee watch, see what you think. That's cool. I've actually not seen it yet. That's a kill mask. We are everyone. And we are invisible. Wow. Cult? Is that a cult of Rorschach then? Yes. We convinced ourselves that they were gone. Look at my panda. But they were just hibernating. (laughs) That seems creepy. They came for everybody. Oh, please. Obviously. Oh, please. I guess we have ourselves a definition. Jeremy Irons. Oh, I have no fucking clue what's happening, but it looks amazing. Oh, nothing. Nice room It's the end of the world. Looks class. Oh, boys. That's what I was like. I didn't know it was a sequel to... It's the first one, yeah, because that's where people... It's been confirmed Jeremy Irons is playing Ozymandias, so it's set so many years after. Ozymandias, that big fucking blue guy. No, no, no. That's Dr. Manhattan. Yeah. Uh, Ozzy Mandius is the blonde guy, thing. like the really pretty guy. I can't remember. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It had like the weird, like it was a Greek kind yeah. of metal bit. <clears> but <throat> then Miss Manhattan, if this, oh, it's Dr. Manhattan, if this is a sequel, then I explained why Dr. Manhattan's not in it because he's dead. Aye. He blew up. Yeah, exactly. The same way the comedian and Rorschach. So, and a Night Owl should be alive. I think that's his name. Sil- uh, and Silver Spectre? Yeah. So they, they should be alive. The thing is that I'm thinking. Wasn't it agreed by the Watchmen after Rorschach died? Oh. 
<laughs> no, but this is the sequel. Wait, so this is the sequel yeah. to these event, like, wasn't that they wouldn't discuss any of it? So obviously, someone's blabbed. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Because if there's a cult to Rorschach, is I, it just Rorschach or is it just like a cult? Rorschach's kind of his mask, but like, yeah. But that makes you think because they look, they look like the villains in this. They look like they're like terrorizing people. So maybe they get the wrong end for what Rorschach was fighting for. But when Rorschach was kind of terrorist when you look bit, at it. Yeah, he was. Like the, the that's what's so good about Watchmen is that the line between good and evil, good and evil, is completely blurred. Because like, even the comedian who's a superhero. Yeah. Oh, I know how it's a fucking it's racist. Not yeah, ah, and even mm-hmm. like you see, even the conflicting ideologies in that. I'm trying to word it so I don't spoil anything. But the conflicting ideologies that play within Watchmen, they're both equal. It's not like Civil War where you can like, from a Marvel point of view, we can say right, well, there's clearly one side who's. That's what I really like about Watchmen, and I, I spoke about it before the podcast as well because I watched it. Till I have only watched it this year, but um, I, it's really great. Like it's yeah. a superhero movie that's not all theatrical and all like. You're on side with everybody. Mm-hmm. You're watching real life. Like that's, there's bits that you uh, don't like about people that are, or there's things that you don't like. Know the interesting about part is like it's a sea since it's set like in the middle in the midst of the like Cold War, isn't it? Yeah. And that's what the point of the whole clock and it's like come down to No spoilers here. This is like it's not important spoilers. Basically it's just because it's set in like that kind of era and it's like what would happen if we had those superheroes and yeah. and it's always as Jack says it's more realistic like as superheroes when they exist it doesn't mean that they're good yeah. they can be bastards uh, and they can do weird things no, I, compl- I completely agree um, I think it's, it, it suits it's, to me it suits being a series like this well better like as a prequel as a sequel sorry than, than if it had made a second movie I think this could be amazing. I as think a, it's because as as if it's what they say the HBO like. series like this is our next Game of Thrones. If like, it is, mate, then fucking yeah. See, because obviously they, they're well. chucking Game of Thrones and HBO like go. Obviously they need to get money somewhere. And if it's released this and if they're putting everything back, I don't back know if Watchmen was that. It wasn't heavily received, like well received. It wasn't. I remember it being advertised a lot. Yeah, it wasn't well received. Like the first cut people were like hit and miss on like so I was saying the director's cut is getting more appreciation yeah. but I think by framing it it's, it's sort of semi standalone thing like in this trailer like there's nothing that I know having watched Watchmen that I can apart from identifying Rorschach's mask and yeah, yeah. seeing and that Jeremy Irons is probably Ozymandias yeah. that other than that I don't know I have no idea what's going on it doesn't really matter how it done when it came out does it it's what's happened over time but half-baked well, that's the, <laughs> that, that but I, would, I would argue I would argue that like Blade Runner wasn't good when it came out but then people thought over time and gained the respect but then 2049 came out bombed you know what I mean didn't make the money back you know what I mean half-baked mate so half-baked done terrible but now it's a pure cult yeah. won't say anymore simply because this man needs to watch it yeah so we'll be. move swiftly on before I end up saying I something to the okay yeah let's move on Sonic the Hedgehog came oh, out with a trailer which I'm not going we're not going to live react to it because it's uh, right. I really I really just want to put my opinion across here okay Sonic the Hedgehog is one of the greatest video game characters of all time. The media surrounding Sonic the Hedgehog has expanded his character and the characters around him. So it's a fully-fledged cast and universe you've got at your disposal in Sonic's world. You don't need to bring Sonic into the real world. This trailer, I don't even care how Sonic looks. The story behind it is so incredibly lazy. I don't care about the humans. Jim Carrey is doing a greatest hits package 
at this point. It's not a new, original, and exciting character for him. And quite frankly, it just looks a steaming pile of shit. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> apart from that, I was there's I've got a hundred percent feeling that Paramount are want to jump in on the universe franchise, and there is a Mario film getting made currently. And from what I've heard, the Mario film is set in like the Mario environment, like the like actually in great. His, but the thing is, I think <laughs> that sounded so insincere. No, I'm happy. Great, I'm happy for Mario. But I think what they want to do is they're gonna either want to merge those two together, like build into that, right? What's or what's happening? Like, oh, they're getting invitation to the, the fucking games. Olympics. Aye, that's I, that's it. It. I think it's just more or less gonna be. This is a total setup for like bring Tails, Shadow, Silver, like that whole universe to build on it. But see the fact that they've released the first trailer for it. And Paramount have turned around. The director has turned around and said, "We will remake." But some, so much effort. But somebody said it's a market employee because somebody said they know it's bad, and they they want people to think this is going to be absolutely horrendous and no have any faith in it. And then so when they bring out something as bad as that trailer, and then they release a new and trailer. Everyone's talking about it. With I, everyone's talking about it, and release a new trailer, and people are like, "Oh, this is the new Sonic." Then it turns into this whole. Right, this is like. I really can't see that being real though. I can't see I that being that. their original. I'm, see, but I, is it I genius could be convinced of that, mate. I was convinced this is completely off topic. I was convinced when KFC went out of chicken that time, that never happened. That was all advertising. Everyone was talking about it. No, I, yeah. I think advertising's like everything. Everything's just any. Like, I don't believe that though. I, I just firmly <laughs> believe. Para- this reminded me of Paramount's Transformers in the worst way. In terms of, I'm not getting the thing I paid the money for, and the, the Transformers need to focus on some stupid fucking humans for four movies straight that I don't care about, which is the same thing they're doing here. I'm not getting character development from the Transformers, just like Sonic. He's just cocky and arrogant and brash, and that's the way he stays throughout the fucking trailer. There's no fall from grace for Sonic. It's all about yeah. the people around him. Well, I don't care. Yet, so you that. But I can like, there's different parts <laughs> of the trailer. Like, there's no emotional story being shown here. The story is all the, <clears throat> the people, the people being with Sonic, and that's where I might be. Sonic has to save the world. I don't Sonic. want Sonic to save the world. I Sonic. Want Sonic to save his world. Sonic's always in the games and in any game he's ever been in was to save our world no it's not but in this case he's in the human world and there's a threat to the human world therefore he's saved. he it. shouldn't be in the human world and he looks stupid what world should he be in? his he world in his, mate. it's a movie but it's in, human, it's in the human world is it not? no, no. Sonic's Egg, in his Eggman's own world human. Eggman got like transported through the dimensions to that world Aye, so Sonic's been sports. transported then you don't understand though I don't care, that's what I don't know. Fair enough. <laughs> we'll move on, I because care. Truff has absolutely had a What about Detective nightmare. Pikachu? That's in... Oh, oh man. That's, that was class. Are we going to see that? Yeah, we're going to go and see it. I bet that's... That's in Rhyme City, so it's still in the Pokemon world. A group screening. So, like, aye, that's like that's in the Pokemon world. Right. That's in the same world of Pokemon. Pokemon. Well, do they know it's in the human world, then, in Sonic? Apart from the fact that there's humans, but... Yeah, Sonic knows he's in a different world, he said that in the trailer. He's all confused, aren't he? Yeah. Um, He's obviously got there somehow. Aye, I know they'll explain. I know they'll explain why he's there, but he shouldn't be there, is my point. No, I don't. I don't want the answers. I don't want to see the film. Do you know what? I'm not going to see it. I don't really see the big fuss. I'm not trying to defend it. But I don't think it looks as bad as you seem to think. But I don't think it looks classy. I don't think it's as much as a travesty. I just really think it's something different. I think 
to be honest, it's not marketed for any yeah. other people at our age. It's marketed. No, but for like that's that's lazy. Like kids' movies don't need to be bad. No, we're seeing like nineties that like. I have a fucking funny feeling a lot of kids are going to like it. I've been made the majority of movies I like. I think it'll bomb. Shite, like Cat and Hat bombed. I, I think it'll bomb. Well, that just shows your bad taste, really. Bloody Cat and Hat. Never ending story, man. Back in the day. That's a great film. That's a great movie. What are you fucking? Aye. What are you waiting for? This is disgusting, mate. I'm sorry. Being a professional, Danny. What do you want me to do? Not fat. For firstly, I know. I'm sorry. I think we should just call this episode that, like me, the farter, the farter episode. Flatulence to the king. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We have one more thing. That's to talk about. Oh, one, what's the one more thing we've got to talk about? Fast and Furious. See, this is you put this <sighs> in, and I'm not. So I don't understand. I don't know. I've not seen anything. You, you so put that in. I googled Fast and Furious, and there was some news about it, and I just cut that. Sure. <laughs> so I don't care. I get the laptop up. Couldn't it actually? Care My God, mate. When is that thing from? Uh, 2014. Why did you get to Seattle? What? I didn't change the background on it. It looks like Seattle. You went to Boston. Oh, yeah. oh. maybe we can control the Twitter at some point. Oh, oh what is this? Dead or die. That's half. That's half. Oh my god. Meet the telly. Oh, that's fucking what he does. Fuck. Why is that the door keep open? I don't know. Because the dog keeps it again. Yeah, that's a bit of a nightmare. Right. What was that guy saying then? I don't know. Oh, I admit we take control of Twitter. <laughs> Should I take control of the first thing through as well? Is that you bum? again? Right. I honestly stop. I'm not even kidding now. Right, we need to get started right. here, alright? Right. You cutting all this out, I assume? Yeah, we'll have to get this out. Aye, definitely. And Furious. Definitely. Right, so go from Fast and Furious. Oh, that's fucking Fast and Furious. Fucking two years. Did you just fart again? Aye. No. That's a line. <sighs> Have you got wind or something? <laughs> I obviously be spartan. Aye, but like, <laughs> did you have trapped wind earlier? I mean, like, yes. why is it all coming out the now? Right. Obviously. We're gonna go ball. We're gonna go for fast and furious today. Kill go. All right, so got one more story to talk about. Yeah. Uh. Fast and furious. All right. So basically, could not give a fuck. all throughout last year became apparent that Vin Diesel doesn't like The Rock, The Rock doesn't like Vin Diesel, The Rock doesn't like Tyrese, and Tyrese doesn't like The Rock. So and The Rock's just a hated guy, I don't know how, but... Basically, because The Rock agreed to do the spin-off, they weren't happy about it, said that he should be committed to the Wait, franchise. The sure? Yeah. Wait, what? Vin Diesel and uh, Tyrese didn't want Hobbs and Charlie to happen, uh, they were annoyed at The Rock for agreeing to it and pushing through is it f- for it. So, so fucking hit their deal. <laughs> well, so, just as a Fast and Furious. Well, so the Rock's not going to be in Fast and Furious Nine now because basically they're refusing to work with him, as it seems. All right. Disaster, man. So then, what an actual wrestling storyline, mate. So basically, Paul Walker back. We'll get to Paul Walker in a second because it's He's mad. He's still Right. So Vin Diesel posted his Instagram a picture of him Instagram. with the man who they're cast to replace the Rock, Paul John Walker. Cena. John Cena will appear. Obviously, he's had personal issues with The Rock in the past. Um, has he or has he wrestled? No, they wrestled, but they, they had to have like a behind the scenes chat with each other before the match was like agreed because John Cena had called out The Rock in like two thousand and five, saying like Dwayne Johnson shouldn't be welcome back to the WWE. He left the WWE, showed no loyalty and stuff like that. So like they had to actually patch up those those issues have seem since seemingly been patched up. But a lot of people are saying that Vin Diesel intentionally 
putting this post Mate, up see, with John Cena. See, if I was a rock and I had left the WWE, done what I'd done, came back to the WWE and John Cena was trying to tell me something, <laughs> really I'd be like, shut get up, to fuck you, you piece of shit. <laughs> you wouldn't care. So basically, yeah, actually, wouldn't you? I'd be like, I'm going to wrestle you regardless. You're still wrestling every week, That's gay. So this is what takes the cake a wee bit, alright? This oh, is are what. Are you not starting now? He's starting it. I thought everyone's doing that. So this, so this is what he wrote with the Instagram post. I'm always thinking fast and thinking are about the responsibility and making something iconic and deserving of your loyalty. He said that before going on to mention Paul Walker. Paul I know Walker this sounds crazy, but every blue moon, I feel like Pablo is up there sends me someone another soldier for the fight for truth <laughs> today someone came by the Toretto gym that speaks to what Pablo would have brought me all of always he's saying that John Cena is a soldier sent by Paul Walker for the fight for truth and that's why he started <laughs> Wait, is John movie. Cena replacing the character that always is John Cena no, it's a new character <laughs> he's, he's, he's effectively <laughs> playing the same role but how, right how mental is that John Cena is a soldier sent by Paul Walker to take part in the fight for truth oh, I think but John Cena is actually tripping the masses man. no that's Vin Diesel that's who wrote that oh, right. like Vin, Vin Diesel, Diesel is the he definitely is man that is ridiculous to say that about that Vin Diesel is honest so the worst fucking actor ever. He's great as group. He's great as group. He's great as group. He doesn't even actually today anything. He does. He has to say, I am Groot in a variety. And I don't. What, in a variety? A variety of different ways. He's also great as the Iron Giant. Fuck who he is. Well, he's good at no being. <laughs> he's only good at playing other people, not like, himself. People who have one line to say over and over again. Exactly. Dion Jai doesn't even speak at all. He, just he goes, says, mm, I am Superman at the end. Superman. Oh, he does say that. So do we care? <laughs> should the Fast and Furious movies just die? Obviously, oh, please, please. Fast I think the only person so that talks about them, like nobody ever talks to me about Fast and Furious. They make so much it. money though. Like, like, nobody, but nobody ever talks about them in like, a cultural way. Like, Avatar fit. made loads of money, mate. Nobody references it. We're going to talk about that. That's what we're going to Nobody ever goes on mind that about an Avatar. Or Fast and Furious night, like, no. I get it, but it's still one of the major like blockbusters. Like we've got a ninth coming out, we've got a spin-off coming out, and apparently a Charlize Theron spin-off is going to get announced as well. Mate, I know, like, I've got one guy. I hope he's listening to this. I've got one guy in my Sancha who went to my school, right? He was in my year, and he was purely like one of those boys that just didn't speak, but he was car daft. See on his Snapchat story, he constantly watches Fast and Furious, and he's like watching them for the seventh time now. And then I've, since I've left school in the story, just constantly watching Fast and Furious films, yeah. like on repeat, and it must be like the fourth time he's been through them. Yeah. So uh, seems I seems like a cool guy. Yes. <laughs> that's all I've said in a while. That's that's silly. Like people can like what they like. You know, I mean, I'm not the best like someone for liking Fast and Furious. Do I think they're stupid? I. But do I enjoy them drunk? Very much so. I get steamed. I really am excited to see the Hobbs and Shaw right? right. That's alright. But mate, you'll enjoy it. It's the bit when he's like. See when he's holding, he's like he's wrapped a chain around the helicopter, yeah, and like pulling it. Like, oh, who doesn't want to see that? There's an R wrestler in it as well. Roman Reigns, the Rock's real life cousin, has been cast in the movie. Roman Reigns, yeah, Roman Reigns is in it. Is that the Rock's cousin? Yeah, madness. What? Aye, they're cousins. They're like first cousins. Aye, it's weird. I know, it's mental. But he's in Hobbs and Shaw. He plays his cousin in that. You know who else is in Hobbs and Shaw? Big boy, Idris. <laughs> I didn't realise Helen Mirren's back for it and all I'm buzzing <laughs> Helen Mirren's back is uh, uh, Shaw's mom 
That's great. One sister, what's his sister called again? She's heavy sexy. Richard. Ah, I can't remember. But Tom Danson. One last story <laughs> to talk about. Um, James Cameron sent out a congratulations tweet to Marvel this week because they overtook Titanic as the second highest grossing movie of all time. Mm-hmm. People are saying that it should overtake Avatar by Monday to become the highest grossing movie of all time. Amazing. Avatar yes. did that over like a four to five month run. Avengers Endgame has done it in two, two weeks. weeks. That's but see the thing is, like, I was seeing folk saying that they seen Endgame for the first time. Yeah. Like, no, no, not even seen Endgame for the first time. Seen that was their first MCU film they've seen. Oh, Simply right. because the hype surrounding the film, they're like, oh, how is it? That's just film? stupid, isn't it? Staffed, yeah, right? But at the same time, it just shows you, like, that this, like, when they watch that, people just want to be part of something. But they're like, <laughs> obviously, I didn't want to talk to it. But like, so <laughs> see, when they watch, like, they watch Endgame, they'll go back and watch the rest, and then they'll be invested in the next phase. What well, do you need to give me like a list? Of like the, the the order to watch it in because well, I want the order that came out is the order to watch it in, mate. I'm sorry, anyone who tells you otherwise, I don't We're know if we're going to be in a minute, but they are wrong. Well, I find that online. Just, Just the, the Wikipedia, <laughs> the on the MCU, <laughs> and the order that came out, watch them in that, that order. I'd say you could miss out. But Thunderbolt Ross Valley comes Hulk. back. Fuck Thunderbolt Ross. Like Just en- enjoy them in Civil War and then enjoy them. Um, just take home. Yes. You could probably miss out the Incredible Hulk. You could probably miss out Thor: The Dark World. No, you can't. Not anymore. Because I'm going to miss out. What? Thor: The Dark World. I've never heard of that one. Ah, that's the second one. Any Thor: The Dark World. What's the first one? For fuck's sake! Directed by Kenneth Branagh. No. Do you know that? I would not direct it. I would probably see the movie up until Endgame, and now I'm saying say that Thor: The Dark World. Yeah. If Kenneth Branagh, I think. Yeah. Anyway, more to the point, the fact is, Endgame is ah, yes. overlapping everything simply because it's, it's bringing in new audiences, and I don't think MGC is going to be able to take after Endgame. <laughs> Are you two just talked over Luke's point now? Well, 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 we had a better point to me. <laughs> whispering, they can pick up everything. Whispering. Can I? Fuck David Campbell. Right, we're going to end there. And these stupid dogs. And what is Nicky's last appearance on the show? <laughs> Seems oh, that way after right, the absolute yeah. criminal comment you've made. I know, thank God they're not going to appear, hopefully. Uh, Sorry whoever that guy is. <laughs> Even though this won't go out. I actually don't know what we're talking about next time. I've completely, uh, I've completely in forgotten. Bruges? What? In Bruges? In Bruges? And Bruce is the next one. And then uh, we've got a guest well, coming on. That, so that means I don't need to watch it. <laughs> wow. The dedication just oozes uh, out of the The guest we have on is a sound mixing, got a sound mixing degree or something, but he's yeah. classic films. So, Wim Bruce is one of his favourites. So What's his name? His name is Gary Beatson. Gary Beatson will be know? here next time, by the way. Uh-huh. Gary Beatson. Gary Beatson. Uh, I think him and Trouble <laughs> excellent, make excellent pals. That'd be fantastic. Yeah. Because me and Gary are making a film together. Are you? On more to that soon. Fantastic. We'll have to do you in it. We're fucking doing it in the hope. Oh, yes. <laughs> Guys, can't wait to see the big screen. <laughs> see you later on. Goodbye. Bye, girls. Catch you. Bye,